Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 169 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word. Help us learn the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching in John chapter 12. This is a power-packed chapter. We read about Jesus having dinner with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Mary anointed him with a rare perfume to ready Jesus for his burial. Then Jesus rides in on a donkey for the first Palm Sunday. The people worship him. We also read about the jealousy of the Pharisees and their plot to kill Lazarus as well as Jesus because so many people were flocking to Jesus for raising Lazarus from the dead. Jesus teaches us more about following him. In verse 26, he said, If anyone serves me, he must continue to follow me, to cleave steadfastly to me, conform wholly to my example in living and, if need be, in dying. And where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Let us pray that we are able to serve the Lord well. Jesus shows us some vulnerability in verse 27 where he said, Now my soul is troubled and distressed, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour of trial and agony, but it was for this very purpose that I have come to this hour that I might undergo it. He knew his time of suffering was near, and he tells us that his soul is in distress, and yet he is firm about suffering so that his final mission would be complete. He came to save us, and that is exactly what he set his mind to do. In fact, he glorified God's name through it. In verse 28, he said, Rather, I will say, Father, glorify, honor, and extol your own name. Then there came a voice out of heaven saying, I have already glorified it, and I will glorify it again. Then I ask myself, how can I glorify God's name in the way he asks me to? Certainly, my call is not what Jesus' call was, but we all have a calling. Jesus shows us our calling is to glorify God. May we seek and find the answer to the question about our calling and ask God to help us be obedient to the call. Let's see what vision John has to share with us in Revelation chapter 20. First, we read that an angel descends from heaven with the key to the abyss. I think it's important to note that we don't know who this angel is, but we can assume it isn't Jesus because it doesn't say it is. So we see an angel binding Satan up for a thousand years. During these thousand years, he has no ability to deceive God's people. Then we read about judges and souls who were executed when they were alive and rule with Jesus for those thousand years. While there are some who believe this is a spiritual revival, there are others who believe the time will exist where Jesus will indeed reign for a thousand years here on earth. Psalm 72 verses 7 and 8 say, In his, Christ's days, shall the uncompromisingly righteous flourish, and peace abound till there is a moon no longer. He, Christ, shall have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river Euphrates to the ends of the earth. Isaiah 11 verses 3 through 9 and Zechariah 14 9 are referenced here as well. I encourage you to look at these scriptures and read through them to see if you have additional insights about what is written in Revelation chapter 20. I also very much enjoy the commentary written on EnduringWord.com. So I'm providing this reference in both the transcript of this broadcast and the Facebook group so you'll be able to read through his notes. He writes about what the thousand years will likely look like. Again, it is a very interesting read. In verse 7, we read that after these thousand years, Satan is released from prison. 
He will continue his attempted deception and gather people from around the world to fight against Jesus. You may wonder why this is allowed to happen by God, or you may have already drawn a conclusion through other teaching in your own study. A possible explanation is to test mankind one last time. During Jesus' thousand-year reign here on earth, there is peace. Jesus clearly shows himself as the only choice, and yet we are given a choice even up until the end. The enemy will try and persuade everyone to go his way, and some will. Let us pray the Lord will keep our hearts his until and through the end of time, through the eternity of eternities. May our eyes be fully open to see and hear the truth, and may we be obedient to live in God's truth. We read about the enemy encircling God's camp, Jerusalem. Fire descended upon Satan, and he was hurled into the fiery lake where the beast and false prophet were. The earth and sky fade away. The people were judged as the book of life is opened. In verse 12, the Amplified Bible says, Then another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged, sentenced by what they had done, their whole way of feeling and acting, their aims and endeavors in accordance with what was recorded in the books. Some scholars assert that those who believe in Christ will not come up for judgment because sins were wiped away through the blood of the cross. We will, however, be judged for the works we have done in this sense. Were they done to further the mission of Christ or further the mission of ourselves? Whatever we have done to further ourselves will be burned up. Let's check our motives, my friend, and ask God to lead our hearts and not allow the world to lead our hearts. Lastly, we read that death and Hades are thrown into the lake of fire. Anyone whose name is not recorded in the book of life is also thrown into the lake of fire, and it is finished. It is all burned up. Let's see what's happening in First Chronicles chapter 5. In the previous chapter, we read about the sons of Judah. He was the head of the tribe that Jesus ultimately came from. In this chapter, we read about the sons of Reuben, but because Reuben sinned, his birthright was given to Joseph. The Reubenites, Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh made war with the tribe in northern Arabia, among others. They enlisted the help of God, and God answered their prayers in a mighty way. Verse 22 says, For a great number fell mortally wounded because the battle was God's. As they started serving the gods of the native people, God stirred up the heart of the king of Assyria, and he overtook them. Let us pray God keeps our hearts stirred up for him and not anything else. Chapter 6 lists the sons of Levi. We know the tribe of Levi was the tribe set apart for God to serve him in his tabernacle. The first 30 verses show us the sons who were put in charge of song and worship. The next 20 verses were sons who were appointed for other kinds of service in the tabernacle. The line of Aaron and his sons offered burnt offerings, incense, ministered in the Holy of Holies, and made atonement for Israel. Lastly, we read about all the land that was given to them for them to use. Remember, they weren't allowed to own land, but they were given land by every tribe to live on and do all they needed to do in service to God. Let's see what wisdom Solomon has for us in Proverbs chapter 19. There are so many nuggets of wisdom here. There are a few verses I've underlined. Find some that relate to you in this season of your life and write them down. Here are mine. Verse 2. Desire without knowledge is not good, and to be over hasty is to sin and miss the mark. I need to read this often because I am often in a hurry, and I need to learn to slow down. Verse 8 says, He who gains wisdom loves his own life. He who keeps understanding shall prosper and find good. Let us keep seeking wisdom, my friend. Verse 17 says, He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and that which he has given he will repay him. There are so many verses in the Bible that are referenced here, which shows me this is something to pay attention to and meditate on. 
Verse 21 says, Many plans are in the man's mind, but it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand. Again, there are numerous verses referenced here. Let us surrender our plans to the Lord and allow him to do what he plans to do with our lives. It's an everyday process, my friend. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that continues to teach us, mold us, and keep us humble. May we sit in your presence and receive the messages you have for us today. Keep our hearts soft toward you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.